for the What in God's name is going on in here? What was that ruckus? Uh, what ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Could you describe the ruckus, sir? You're now listening to Music Impulse with Smiles. y'all it's your boy smiles and we back for another episode of the music impulse uh today on this rainy day in dallas <laughs> i got my man kg from cosign magazine how you doing my guy i'm doing good doing good how you doing brother i'm doing good it's uh, raining cats and dogs outside <laughs> right too, man. It's, it is cold it's, ru- it's, ru- it's ruining my my Halloween mood for tonight. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the house watching Hocus Pocus and drinking a uh, hot chocolate. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, we we can get right into it. Um, actually, I actually thought of this question on the way here because I actually kind of got like some some bad news. And I thought like this probably a, a good question to. Uh, I hope it's add. not like overall bad. News. Well, like well, a fr- a, uh, my best friend. Uh, oh, okay. she told me that she found out that her sister passed away and i was just like oh, i was like i wonder how do you compartmentalize um like you like in the moment doing something mm-hmm. and you just gotta like kind of move that to the side for like yeah. a second to like do what you gotta do and i was like yeah you being like an entrepreneur and i was like you, you know doing your thing and uh on your own business like you ever had those moments where like you maybe like about to do an event or something or like a photo shoot or something and you just kind of got, got like some bad news or just something kind of just throw you off you kind of go like uh do i take care of that now or do i just gotta like kind of let me just man. sit that aside for the moment until i'm done doing what i gotta do man it was crazy unfortunately it happened to me on thursday um i received some disturbing news about my sister um i have an older sister mm-hmm. love her to death and she um she deals with like mental health issues okay. um she gets overwhelmed and has breakdowns and she had a breakdown thursday and um unfortunately said um Basically threatened that said she's gonna harm herself. Oh wow, sorry. So yeah. she had to be hospitalized and um, you know, that's my only sister, so it's like Yeah. Man, it, <clears throat> it was it was tough on me because I, I thought about like, man, what happened if I lose her? But then also that same day I had to speak on a panel about like, you know, being a man in the community. Mm-hmm. And it was rough because even while I was sitting on the panel, um so my sister lives like two hours away. Okay. So first of all they won't let nobody see her. Um my mom went there, um, they won't let her see her, but like um, you know, they kind of like told her what's going on. And then for a couple hours later, they followed her to see her. And then, you know, they FaceTimed me. And, you know, she was she was crying, but my mom said, like, she's in good hand, like, she needs help. So, you know, yeah. everything's okay. So, my whole time on that panel, I was thinking about her. And it was, you know, it was hard because I'm like, man, as an entrepreneur, it's like, man, where, where do you, where do you put the balance at? Because if my mom would say, hey, I need you, I would have 
definitely dropped everything and left. Yeah. But my mom understands that I got a lot going on with the awards, you know, with me leading up to that. So she will like handle that. If I need you or she needs you, I'll make sure. So she told me like, okay, I need you like around Wednesday for like two days. So I make sure Wednesday, um, you know, I'm, I'm possible. So basically to answer your question, I would say um, it's really about, you know, your support system. Because if you're the only one handling everything, like if you have to take time to deal with, you know, certain situations in life, who's going to handle the business for you. So um, I would say just trying to have a good support system. Um, But also you got to remember like, man, what really matters in life for me, family is the most important thing. You know, that's Mm -hmm. what made me get here. That's what keeps me going. So if I would have to, you know, miss opportunity because I got to take care of family, then, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do, man. Yeah, Honestly. so I definitely thought about that on the way here because, yeah, again, uh, prayers out to my friend uh, Brigida and her family. Um, yes, if y'all know from all the early Uncle Urban podcasts, they shot, she was the one that was doing all the photos for uh, all that stuff for us. So she she's definitely a big part of my life. I've known her since I was in, like, middle school. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, to your friend and her family for Yeah, sure. so on the way here when she called, she was like, my sister, she, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm like, Dang. I'm like, this really ain't the, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, hey, I'm about to go to the podcast. I was like, literally, like, as soon as I'm done here, you're here for her. I'm, I'm going to go see you. <laughs> uh, that's love. That's love, man. And it's good that she has people like you in her life, too, who could, you know, could be there for her. You know what I'm saying? So, like, even like you said, like, you're going to knock this out um, and then, you know, um, be there for your friend. But also sometimes too, man. Like you know, I'm I'm completely understanding. So if it was a situation to you, like, hey, Cage, we got to reschedule because you know this happened, man. Trust me, I'm I'm I haven't dealt with the exact same thing, but I've dealt with you know personal problems, so I know how it is. Yeah, because I know even uh, a few months ago, um, my niece uh, lost her son. I was at an event for work. I was man. at the uh, one of the last games for the Wings, and I was the only one working that day. Uh, and then I called my boss. I was like, yo. I got some bad news for my family. Right. I really don't know if I could stay the whole. He was like, he said, "Hey, Josh, he's like, if you could just make it to halftime, halftime, you can get up, right, 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 and go." <laughs> so yeah, like, ha- halftime came in. I texted him. I was like, "Yeah, I'm out." He was yeah. like, "Yeah, go, nah, go do what you need." <laughs> nah, yeah. for sure. Nah, it means it means a lot to be able to have even you know people you work with that understand that you know families were really mad. Like this, this like work. You know, work, careers, it, it matters, but at the end of the day, it, it's more about family. It's more about, like, you know, people mm-hmm. that love. The, you know, people are going to be there for you regardless because, you know, mm-hmm. no no offense to any organization, but, you know, when they no longer need you, you yeah, know what I'm saying, they'll let you go. But like, you know, and they'll hop, find somebody find right somebody next week. Else, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Family always going to be there or they're, or they're supposed to always be there. So, you know. Yeah, because he, he was speaking on that with uh, people know that I used to work for the, you know, Jerry Jones organization <laughs> um, a few a few months ago before the, the new the new job. Uh, shout out to Urban Hydration. Shout out to Urban Hydration. Uh, um, well, like the, my last day there, uh, they didn't really like kind of do anything for my last day. Mm. But like my department, they like threw me like a little, little party. And so oh, one good. of the girls that was in charge of like taking over after I left, she texted me the next day was like, Hey Josh, I'm gonna let you know now. I'm cussing all the managers out <laughs> at the Cowboys. She was like, "Cause you've been here four years, and for them not even trying to do nothing for you." She was yeah. like, "She was like, I felt like that was just 
way uncalled for. She's like, cause you didn't way too much over the last yeah, four years. Man, trust me, I know, bro. I was like, it's cool. I was like, I was like, y'all did something <laughs> for me. I was like, I'll, I appreciate that. Yeah. I know. It was like a day or two later, my old boss was like, hey, we got you a, a helmet with everybody's signature on it. If you if we can meet up, so I can give it to you. <laughs> did you go get it? Yeah, my boss ended up meeting meet me to go pick it up. I was like, yeah, yeah I appreciate you. And I I told the girl, I was I was like, I thank you for that. She was like, yeah, cause they should have been did that for you. Yeah. She's like, we've seen people who've been there less time than you. <laughs> Right. Get gifts on the way out, and they didn't do nothing for you. She was like, "No, nah, that was uncalled for." She was like, "I cussed them all out." Yeah, I was like, let me get a helmet and a check, please. <laughs> <laughs> check come with a helmet. Does the helmet come with a check? Right. <laughs> but no, nah, that's what's up, man. Uh, but yeah, uh, to go go back to the the beginning of the career. I, I know you're originally from New York, so how'd you get from New York to Dallas? Uh, so I, let me see. How I can tie the story in real quick. Okay, so both my parents are from Panama, the country, Colón, Panama. So okay. they were both born there, raised there. They moved to New York. When they were like in their 20s okay. How they got to New York was My mom um, My mom's mom So basically my grandma uh, Left Panama to go to New York To basically get a better life So my mom ended up living with her grandmother Which was my great grandmother mm -hmm. So by the time uh, my mom got older Old enough she went back to She went to New York with my mom Or my grandmother um, So that's how she got there My dad uh, was just there visiting And you know, they um, they moved there. My dad got the citizenship. He joined the army. He joined the army. Then they had my sister first. Um, then they had me. And then, you know, in the army, you travel a lot. Mm -hmm. So we went everywhere from Panama. I mean, not from Panama. We went from Maryland to uh, Texas. When we got to Texas, we've been in, you know, San Antonio, uh, El Paso, uh, and then Colleen. So Colleen is where I went, like, my high school, uh, my high school years. So. That's where I got to. That's how I got to Texas. And then when I was 17 and I graduated high school, I left Colleen and uh, I moved to Arlington to go to school at UTA. And then I've just been here ever since. So I've been in okay. between Arlington, Mansfield, and Dallas uh, ever since I left uh, Colleen. Okay, okay, okay. I, I, I thought you did it like kind of like more towards like you being older. I know you, you've been here since like high like, nah, been, yeah, like been in, much like, No, nah, yeah. I've been in Texas for a minute though. Yeah, but, um, okay. New York, yeah. New York, I was really just born there. We, I probably lived there for like six, seven years as a kid. And then. Uh, you know, we owned a we owned a brownstone in New York, so I used to go back every summer. Like I spent my summers in New York, so okay. yeah. So that's why you know I'm, I'm the nicest dude in Dallas in basketball because yeah. <laughs> I played in the real streets. Of New yeah, York, so New York. that was actually one of the things we actually talking about that now. So uh, you, you do many things, but with co-signs, so uh, basketball is definitely one. Of, what made you want to start the the basketball tournament and everything? Man, so it's crazy how everything kind of like ties into each other. So uh, and it's crazy that Jay Will is here for this too. Yeah. So. Uh, man, last year I, I went to like a dark moment You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't want to call it depression Because I, I don't want to speak, you know, that darkness on me But I went through a, I went through like a, a really lonely time, man And, you know, uh, as entrepreneurs When people reach out to you, a lot of times it's about business it's, it, Nobody really reaches out to ask Just you how you're doing You, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Ask my daughter So I was going through a really tough time, man Like Questioning existence, questioning business, questioning what even really matters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and you know, Jay Will was one of the few. Like Jay Will, and probably like uh, uh, Rome, Frank, and Miggy. Those were like the only people. Um, and no offense to anybody else, but those were the only people who who actually ever hit me up just to check on me. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And me and him had a long. Me and Jay Will had a long talk about it. Um, so once I got on the other side of that, you know, that dark time, I realized I, I have to do something for myself. I can't work all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So 
uh, I, I started going through a path of trying to figure out what makes me happy. Um, and I, I didn't know. I didn't know what makes me happy anymore. But um, I, I started playing basketball, just like working out and, and uh, get cardio. And I realized, like, the two hours I was playing basketball, man, it was the time to where I had, like, no cure in the world. I wasn't thinking about anything. I was having a good you time. You in the moment. Just me in the moment. It was therapeutic for me. So I started playing basketball a lot more. And then I was like, man, I wonder how many entrepreneurs out here who, you know, who don't have a way to, you know, like a release, you know. Yeah, that outlet. outlet. Yeah, yeah, an outlet. So I was like, man, let's let's do like a basketball tournament. Let's do like basketball open gyms where we can, you know, play basketball, but also fellowship. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, how you doing, brother? Or, you know, if girls come too, how y'all doing? How's your mind? You know what I'm saying? What y'all, you know, what's going on? Like nothing business related, just, you know, basketball and and fellowship so that's where the idea came from because you know basketball therapeutic for me so it allowed me to you know have my outlet to just relax and be free and not think about work or you know the pressures pressures of life so that's why i started it and um you know just kind of grew into you know uh, its own its own thing of cosign so we got some really cool things coming up in regards to like basketball terms of cosign and some partners and stuff but oh, that's yeah. like the beginning of how it started Oh yeah, definitely for sure. Okay, so cosign, of course. How did how did cosign come to be? Like, was it anything like before, or you, you, it was like that was the, the magazine was like the original dad? Like, take yeah. me back to the beginning. Yeah, so the magazine always been the um, the idea. So I tell the story. Like, I've I've always been a fan of magazines. You know, Double XL, The Source, mm-hmm. Vibes, all that. So I used to collect magazines. I still got a whole bunch of them. Um, originally, I wanted to be a psychologist. You know. Then I realized eight years of school, and I'm like, man, I'm not about to go to college for an additional eight years. So uh, my uh, my AP psychology teacher told me, like, you know, look at other things that can, you can study the behavior of people. And that was, like, journalism, marketing, advertising, et cetera. So I was like, you know what, that's cool. I kind of like that. So uh, I went to school for advertising. And um, through there, I, I studied marketing. And I was like, man, you know, I think a magazine would be dope. So um, I hit up one of my friends. His name is Marquis Newby. And uh, he was working at Rockaway at the time. And he was like, man, you know, he like, he was like, I got at Rockaway was because like, I found out, I researched who was at Rockaway, and I just kept hitting them, hitting them, hitting them, and hitting them. So mm-hmm. I did the same thing. There was this magazine called Ozone. Oh, yeah, I remember be, Ozone. Yeah, Ozone. Yeah. So they used to be everywhere. So I did the same thing. Okay, Julia Beverly uh, is editor-in-chief of Ozone. So I'm hitting, I'm hitting, I'm getting the magazines. I'm looking at who's in the magazine. So I'm hitting She's in charge like Atlantic now or something like that, yeah. Man, I don't know what she does now, but I'm hitting up Julia Beverly. I had this other girl named Jen, Miss River City. Miss River City actually is the one who hit me back, and I told her who I am, what market I'm in, what I want to do. And she was like, we're going to set you up in Dallas, just, you know, little stuff. Like, we'll send you magazines and just mm-hmm. pass them out. Okay. So I went from that to then, you know, I was taking pictures of people with magazines. I ended up getting printed in a magazine. Like, oh, that's dope. Then, you know, I started writing, doing some marketing. So that's how I got into magazines, how Cosign started, because – as ozone started to like decline, because uh, of print, print, you know, mm-hmm. started to decline. Everything was going digital. I was like, man, I want my own publication, but I want to do it differently. Like, ozone wasn't talking about uh, entrepreneurs; mainly, basically, just like the um, the, the artists, mm-hmm. right? But I'm like, man, who's who's interviewing the managers, the publicists, the executives, etc. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man, I want to do more like behind the scenes people. So. Um, you know, came up came up with what I wanted to talk about. Went overseas for two years to you know get the capital. I came back, um, told the idea to a couple people. There was a girl at the time who wanted a magazine, do a magazine too. So she kind of she kind of helped me 
get started. Um, the name, I came up with the name Cosign because my sister needed help getting a loan for a car. She's like, can you cosign on the, on the car for me? Yeah. I like, I, I like, I love you, but I don't know about all that. So, yeah. like, that's where the name hit me from. And I told her, like, yo, we should call it Cosign. And she was like, that's dope. So, um, uh, so we started Cosign. We did, like, a, uh, you know what's crazy? We did... Uh, a co-sign launch party. She helped me. Her name was Jasmine. She helped me. She introduced me to Desi, Desi Brown, which me and Desi's really cool. So Jasmine introduced me to Desi because they went to UNT together. Desi uh, helped me do a, a co-sign launch party. Mm-hmm. Um, Jasmine didn't have the funds, so this kind of how me and Jasmine started to separate because she didn't. She really couldn't contribute a lot. She didn't have really have time to fund or anything. So I just started doing everything, and then you know, like when you start doing everything and you get locked in. Uh, people start to feel left out mm-hmm. because there's nothing that they could do. So, like, it was one of those awkward conversations. She was like, hey, KG, you're really doing everything. I don't feel like I don't have a part, so I'm going to just let you do it. You know what I'm saying? So, I just did it anyway. So, we did the co-sign launch party. I didn't have a magazine. I was like, man, well, it, it really hit me the, like a year after. I'm like, how do I do a launch party with, like, no magazine? Like, what am I launching? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, it, it was crazy because this girl from the news came. And she was like, so where can we get the magazines? I said, uh, nah, we, we got those. We ain't got those. <laughs> and she was like. Uh, she was like, I thought she was going to have some copies yeah, on deck. Yeah, she was like, it's a magazine launch party. I was like, yeah, nah. We, we just, about to show it on the, on, the, on the camera like, hey, yeah. we, <laughs> bro, I, bro, I don't, I don't even think we had a cover. It was just more so like, hey, we just wanted to say, hey. We have we had this thing coming. This thing coming. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, we went all out, bro. We had AMPM, which was a club at a at the uh, I can't think of the hotel, but I mean, I can't think of the part, but it's downtown on Acker Street. We had AMPM. Uh, Desi was a promoter. Uh, DJ ASAP was a DJ, and ASAP was hot at this time. I had Big Tuck come through. Okay. I had Trey D. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Gutter chick. Like it oh, was yeah. it was lit. I had. Um, they was to do Desi used to represent. He played football. Uh, Martellus Bennett. Okay, like, yeah. bro, we had some heavy hitters in there. We had no <laughs> magazines. <laughs> no <laughs> magazines, bro. But it was just like. But it was a good time. <laughs> it was a good time, man. It was crazy. as well, You know, like, um, it looked so good that, like, we immediately was known for quality. So it was like, man, people wanted to mess with what we were doing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, looking back, I probably would have did it differently because I'm like, bro, how you do a launch party? It's like doing an issue release party with no issue. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's, like, it's all about, like, positioning stuff. So, like, I could have done maybe, like, a what I wish I recently did, something like this with Tay Money, was, like, a cover unveiling. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To where it's like, we, you know, we had, like, a little, a small gathering, you know, and unveiled her cover, you know what I'm saying, with her closest friends, you know, her closest friends and over drinks and dinner. Mm-hmm. So I could have did something like that, but, you know, back then, I was like, man, we about to turn up. <laughs> no magazines or nothing. So, you know, that's that's how uh, that's how it started uh, and came about, long story short. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, on the magazine, you've ventured out to tons of other stuff. You got co-sign live you got the awards of course which is the main reason i wanted to bring you in you yeah. you got the podcast now um i don't even know like how many other like different because yeah, i was like you type in co-sign on ig <laughs> it's like five six different yeah, <laughs> i just be trying stuff man. I just be trying stuff but i would tell what was people, like the first thing you ventured out on besides the magazine uh magazine probably probably the studio well okay the magazine then i would say cosign media because what happened was with the magazine we was already getting like advertising clients right Mm -hmm. and then i started to see where like um media was going and it was like these magazines 
were more than a magazine. They were an entire media company. So they were doing production. They were doing content creation, not only for the sales, but for their clients and other brands that were advertising with them. So like I like bet. Then me launch the media aspect, which is like our agency side. Mm-hmm. So that way I could really build on these clients and get retainers. So we started off with the media, doing um, uh, photography and videography for other clients. Then it was doing marketing and advertising for the clients and social media management for other clients. Um, and then from there, we had got a Cosign Media Studio, which that didn't last long. That would last like six months. But we did that. That closed down. But we kept stay. We, we stayed with the media um, agency side. Then after the agency, we launched the pod. I launched the first iteration of, of the Cosign Conversations podcast. Crazy. I told Jay Will about it. He was right there from the beginning. I think I did like... I did like one content day, like four episodes. And yeah. Can we cuss? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Never drop them hoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking, I spent a whole day recording four episodes. Never drop one of them hoes, man. And it was, I don't, I, I just don't know. I think at that time, I was still trying to figure out who I am. So it was like, man, it just, I don't know. I just, I just it just didn't work for me back then. So yeah, I definitely understand. Like, yeah. um, <laughs> those that know, like, I, I pledged at the beginning of the year. So doing that whole process, I really didn't have time to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. But I was like, I'm going to try to see if I can still record and do podcasts. Man. It's still like two episodes that I never dropped. <laughs> nah, man. It's a lot of episodes. I and I was dropped. like, maybe one day I'll just, but I'm like, but I'm like uh, I don't want to yeah. do that. I was like, they'll just stay nah, <laughs> in, fact, in the vault. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, uh, so it was the podcast and then it was the loft and then, uh, and then it's the podcast again. Or maybe it was a loft. Yeah. Then it was a podcast again. But what I will say though, man, is with podcasting is, it's an this is art to podcasting. Like yeah. I know it's 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 easy for everybody right now because everybody with a phone and you know Mike can just you know start a podcast. But I will say, man, definitely irks me. <laughs> yeah, definitely do your research and figure out what your niche is going to be, what you're going to talk about. It's like, uh, hey, <laughs> if you want to take it as a shot, folks might follow me. It's like, yo, you podcasting with from your phone and your car and yeah. all that. It's, nah, because yeah. you got to think about the audio quality. <laughs> <The> audio quality <laughs> like, man. there's different. I'm, I'm, I like. I'm I'm even studying there's different formats now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like figuring out what format works best for you. Because what's crazy is. The formats I like are really just unscripted. It's just, you know, people getting together and having great conversations. But then it's like, I may like that format, but then a lot of my audience wants to learn from something. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, how do I mix the two together? Like, how do I give them entertainment for education? You yeah, because like... Uh Yes, uh, Sierra Nicole. Yeah, yeah Sierra that, Nicole. I, I sent that to a few people. I was like, "Yo, yeah. this was a you need to listen to this episode." Yeah. People nah. was like, "Who who is this?" I'm like, "I was like, this is my man KG." I was like, listening to some of his podcast, getting ready to interview other. But what she was talking about, like, you need to listen, check nah, this she, out. She dropping some gems. So it's like, man. So like for me, um, like I feel like I feel like I, I do good interviews. I feel like where I'm trying to get better at, I'm not the best, but I'm trying to get better at is, um. Making it more just like a conversation. What I mean by that is, I need to make sure people get the education. Like, oh, like they drop some gems, but then also it's like, man, you need to learn who that person is too. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So just do conversation. So like, now I'm trying to come from a, like a place of curiosity. Uh, of course, have my you know my talking points to you know get what we need to get so that the audience gets that. But then also, man, just you know, I want you to listen and, and get to know that person better, even outside of what they do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I was definitely man studied the podcast, man, because this is there's there's some really there's some really great ones out there then that you can learn a lot from. Like, you know, consume content first. Like you gotta be a student of the game. People out here just like, man, I could do this and then 
they come out and it's it's, it's crickets. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This this podcast game. Not everybody's meant, meant for podcasting. Um, <laughs> speaking of podcast, you know, again we got our guy uh, Jay Will in the house. Also, also shout out to uh, Star, uh, another oh, yeah. guy that I know is close. close to, uh, how'd you meet those two guys? Uh, how how they come into the the circle and in, into the equation? That's that's a good question. Uh, let me start. I'm gonna start with Jay Will first because he's here, man. It's, Trying to think how the fuck did I meet. I want to. I know Jay Will had live from the Underground Radio. Um, that's that's what I originally knew him from. I can't I can't pinpoint like the, the day moment, or exact yeah. how he moved. But I will say this: he gonna kill me for this. I will say this: the first time I met Jay Will in person was I don't know if you remember this. South by Southwest. It was ADD was performing at this event. It was like on a rooftop, and. Uh, and I was with, so this girl named Bree used to work with me, and Jay uh-huh. Willard Bree was cool. And uh, she introduced me to him, or I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how it came, but like anyway, I, I ended up getting meet, I, I ended up getting introduced to him, and I was telling, I was telling Bree like, who daddy is this? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> who dad? Who brought their dad to the fuck shit? Oh, who brought their dad? Oh, I've ever seen Jay Willard, Jay Willard like a dad. Oh. Uh, Jay Willard used to wear used to wear white t-shirts with sweater vests. Oh man. <laughs> he gonna kill me. I'm like, I can see this face. He like he like, damn, I remember that outfit too. <laughs> and then she was like, nah, he did a lot for I'm like, oh, I know about that. That's my friend Jay Will I was telling you about. Oh, that's him. Bro, but you know what's crazy is after I got past the fact that he's not a father. <laughs> That he's not a father. He's actually he's actually younger than me. <laughs> he's like, damn, he's not a dad, and he's younger than me. And he's younger than me. I'm like, that shit blew my mind. I was like, wow. I'm like, I'm older than this nigga too. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> so after I got past that, oh, I was like, man, let me go check him out. So like, it became it got to the point to where like, man, Jay Will's uh, Life on Underground Radio was like a staple in the city, bro. Like, we knew. Uh, we knew every Friday, you know what I'm saying, we was going to be at Deep Ellum. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, that was the play. And then from there, we would go, you know, we do live from the underground. Like, it was so cool. Like, man, even if you wasn't even on the show, you still pulling up. Like, you just, like, that was like a community thing. I met a lot of great artists there. I want to say, well, Star hit me up on uh, Instagram. That's how I met Star. But, you know, we all built our relationship through, you know, going to live from the, live from the underground. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up, we'll, we'll go from there. Walk around Deep Ellum and then catch some shows at night. You know what I'm saying? So we all had like this little interview circuit we used to do. Um, so it was some really, man, some really good times, man. Like, man, it was, it was some legendary moments back then. But um, yeah, so Star through Instagram, you know, he um, he was rapping with a collective, uh, SFS South. They used to do a lot of shows, man. Star's a hustler, man. That's one thing yeah. I say. Star is a hustler, man. No matter, I don't care what nobody says about this man. He's a hustler, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, he'd be aggressive, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> that's that salesman in the yes, He's a salesman. He knows what he he knows what he wants. He's gonna negotiate. He's gonna, you know what I'm saying? But what I can say though, man, Star, 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 Star been a real one. Star supported, you know what I'm saying? He's since day one still supports, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm wearing this hoodie right now. Yeah, <laughs> nah, <laughs> facts, man. man. Same, yeah, exactly, man. So it's like, you know, I I drop something, he cops it, you know, and and vice versa. So, like, that's one of our, like, a cool thing about, you know, uh, our relationships over the time is, like, man, like, you know, it's 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 never, I mean, he'll negotiate, but it's never, like, a, uh, you know what I'm saying, um, 
uh, like he don't he won't support. Like you know what I'm saying. Like we'll be like, all right, you drop some, I cop. I drop some, you cop. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's just it's reciprocate. You know, it's just re- reciprocate from each other. So like yeah, but nah. Shout out to Jay Will and Star man. Again, man, I've known I know them boys early on. Man, they know like the early, early, early cosign. You know, KG days. So <laughs> that's dope. That's oh dope. yeah, that's de- definitely dope. So uh, how the awards came uh, come about? <clears throat> Man, so I'm um, definitely looking forward to going to this year. I bought me nah, a ticket and going. Yeah, that's going to be a year. good time, man. So um, I try to give my dude as much love as possible, man. So um, I, I, what time? Okay, it's 26.45, so I'm going to make sure I cut this clip because he always, I'm like, man, I listen to the pie out here. Like, bro, you must be skipping over stuff because I always try to give my dude his shine. So there's this dude I work with. Um, he used to be a silent partner, man, but, like, his name is Ricky. Okay, I think um, the one podcast uh, I heard you on um, with, um, I'm sorry, the Hispanic homie. I remember you talking oh, about Latin Wealth. Yeah, yeah Latin yeah, Wealth. Man, Latin so, wealth. yeah, so Ricky, um, shout out to my dude Ricky, man. Man, Ricky's, man, damn, Ricky's such a good dude, man. So, Ricky uh, saw Cosign early, man, and he wanted to help. He wanted to invest. And I didn't know what investments looked like, so I think we did, like, some little crazy BS deal. But <laughs> it wasn't even really a, about the money or the or the, or the deal. It was just more so that he believed in the vision and, you know, he would bust his ass to help. Like, there would be times where, like, bro, I don't know how I'm going to put this event together. And Ricky will, like, work two full-time jobs. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, all right, babe, bro, I'm about to do some overtime. And, you know what I'm saying, that way I can make sure, you know, we get um we have enough capital to do it. So That's what's up. So, man, um, Ricky – so the awards is actually Ricky's idea. So Ricky um, hit me up and was like, man, you ever thought about doing an award show? And I'm like, hell nah, man. <laughs> And he was like, bro, I think I think it'll do really good. I'm like, bro, I don't even think we're at that point in, you know, in Cosign's career to where an award show will even matter. He was like, man, I think you cutting yourself short, bro. Like, I think an award show will go crazy. I'm like, man, you know how much it take to to produce? And he was like, he's like, shit, just give me a number. And I'm like, bro, like, it ain't no little number. He was like, just give me a number. <laughs> so uh, I started looking for venues, and I, I seen that there was this gala at the Crown Plaza Hotel a couple months before we planned the awards. And I'm like, man, let me see how much they cost. So I went to Crown Plaza, and they were like, it's 8000 8000 food and beverage minimum, plus 8% tax, plus 24% gratuities. I mean, 24% service charge. So basically 8000 minimum plus 32 percent extra on everything so mm-hmm. i'm like okay i'm like we at least looking at like over like 10k he was like okay he was like but you'll need it all up front i was like nah he was like okay bet i'm gonna get a deposit to get the venue and then you know we're gonna sell tickets we're gonna do vendors we're gonna get sponsors and then you know let's just see how it goes mm-hmm. and i'm like all right ricky i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> but we're gonna try it man bro first one sold out Nice. First one sold out, and it just kind of set the tone. Like I mean, like, and I now that I look back, I'm like, man, it was so basic. Like we ain't had no decor. <laughs> like it was basically we was in a ballroom. Uh, we had a stepper repeat band, a red carpet, and a photographer, bro. Like you know, oh, and it was crazy. First one, Hennessy sponsored, off nice. the jump, and I was like. This was like my first time working like with with Hennessy on it. I'm like, man, I don't know how I'm gonna do this, mm-hmm. and I don't know if people really know about working with um, um, liquor brands at hotels. It's really hard. Oh, it's wow. really hard because it's basically like a buyback. So basically, if uh, if the company provides the liquor, they already carry the liquor. Uh-huh. The the brand has to basically buy it back from them. You know what I'm saying? So that way, the 
the hotel okay. still makes money. Yeah. So it's like you really think about like they getting taxed. Like, you know, essentially, you know, a bottle is like $35 or whatever. But if you wholesale price is less than that, mm-hmm. but they have to buy it back at their at their price. So like let's say the Crown Plaza charges um like two fifty mm-hmm. for a bottle of Hennessy, they'll sell it back to Hennessy for like two hundred. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So like even like the first one, it was like, man, it was crazy. Um, but it's just to show like the growth, man. So start off the first awards, man, had Hennessy as a sponsor, and that just kind of set the tone for everything, man. So, you know, I, I gotta say shout out to Ricky for first seeing the vision uh, and then, you know, bringing me into the vision, you know, even though Cosign was, you know, my idea, like he, the wars was his idea and now it's like a staple of Cosign. So it's like crazy, like, man, what if I didn't listen to him? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we wouldn't be where we're at. So, man, so, so salute to Ricky for not only having the vision of it, but bringing it to the platform and giving it to me. You know what I'm saying? He like, bro, I don't, this is another part why I want to make sure I give him his due. He like, I don't want nothing from it. You like, bro, just put it back into the brand. Yeah. So, you know, like, regardless if I talk to Ricky every day or if I don't talk to Ricky for, like, a year, like, he's forever good in my book. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's what's so, up. Like, salute to Ricky and salute to Rome at, um, at Hennessy for being, like, the first person to, you know, sponsor, you know, the awards. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's definitely, because, uh, again, like I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, again, hearing from, like, Jay oh, Will and man, them talking yeah. about how much fun they had last year. Nah, I was like. It's going to be crazy. I was like, oh, no, nah, next year. I was, I was like, I was like I'm going make sure, to make sure this. Uh, and this, this year we got three liquor brands. We got Makers, Mark, Cavassier, and if you're a tequila drinker, we got Thresh Gen Tequila in the VIP area. So it's going crazy. Like, salute to them, too, because it's like, man, like, I've worked with brands and it's like it's really like one-sided or you know they they just trying to reach KPI man but like I have real partnerships to where it's like man like you know Beam and Suntry and the brands they carry they like KG what do you want how can we help you how can we support mm-hmm. and you don't get that much so it's like man I, I appreciate it like it really enhances the experience so man it's like if you've never been to a Cosign Awards I highly suggest you get a ticket even if this you know just experience it once you know so I promise you you'll be a returning supporter because it's one of those ones like Think about this: four to five hundred, you know, black and brown entrepreneurs dressed up, suits and gowns. You know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. looking, looking, looking like money for a great cause, having a great time. It's no drama. Well, there's <laughs> 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 really no drama. You know, what I'm saying, but uh, but yeah, it's a beautiful experience. A beautiful yeah, experience. Yeah, it'll be just a fun time. We can all enjoy each other, celebrate each other. Yeah, like, cause exactly. At the end of the day, we all just trying to get out here and get it. <laughs> I'm like, just trying to get it, bro. And it's yeah. like, you know, and then it's just cool. You get to rub shoulders. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. like me, even like me, I'm a competitive person. So, like, let's say it wasn't my award show and, you know, I'm, I'm going and somebody else was nominated for something. I was like, man, I want to go meet them. Like, you know, holler at them. Like, bro, like, man, I, I see what you're doing. I appreciate you. I salute you. But mm-hmm. I'm coming for you, though. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But and it's just a good time. Like, you know, yeah, you know, next year you're going to see me. You know what I'm saying? So it's a beautiful thing. So I mean, yeah. I'm excited, you know, for the growth of it and, um, because yeah, that's how I got uh, hip to Black Wealth Renaissance um, last year. Because uh, I was oh, like, man. I was like, who are these guys? <laughs> nah, facts. And you know, that's one thing that I've like, been a fan ever since. Like just going back, and then I met uh, one of the guys at that one, the one event I, I went to that you had the um, media one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Nah, that's the that's the beautiful thing about you know the awards is like people get introduced to so many new entrepreneurs and small business. Like, man, I've never heard of that. And then when she go tap in, you like, dang, they're actually doing something dope. So you really try to you know dig deep and find like the gems of people who are really you know doing the work and changing and making an impact in the community and in the industry so mm-hmm. salute to everyone 
Oh yeah, definitely can't wait. So you you've also expanded co-signing into other cities and 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 states. And so uh, how was that? Because it's what Miami. Yeah. So yes, in yes. June we launched La Vida Co-Sign in Miami. So Miami is going to be uh, one of our new main markets, like Dallas, Miami. So back and forth. Uh, we've done some stuff in Atlanta too. So expect to see a lot more in those three markets next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's craziest thing is we're even like uh, in the works. Uh, in works of taking the Cosign Awards to Miami, Houston, and Atlanta next year. Okay. Yeah. So you know we're gonna take okay. it on take it on the road, man. So okay. Um, oh yeah, we have some great partners who's helping us in those other markets. So, um, man, I'm just excited about the growth. Um, when I started Cosign, I always wanted to be, I always wanted the brand to be, um, big like Nike, right? So like, let's say you don't run, you don't hoop, you don't play football, you don't play tennis, but you know what Nike is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's the same, the same thing with BET. You could be Asian, Hispanic, Caucasian. You know what BET is, or you at least heard of BET. Mm-hmm. So starting off, I was like, man, I want Cosign to be a household name, just like, you know, organizations like BET, Apple, Nike. So in order to do that, man, you got to talk to the world. So, you know, as much as I love Dallas, we're, we're forever be in Dallas, but, man, like, man, to make a great impact, man, you got to impact people all over the world. So, you know, that's our goal, you know, slow and steady. But, you know, that's our goal is to, you know, reach the world. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, what, like, expanding to my, what, was it somebody who, who been planning in you or did you, like, just take a trip down there and you were just like, no, this will be, like, a good, um, so how'd that come about? So, Miami came about because uh, there was this girl who used to work at CW33 in Dallas. Her name was Raquel Gonzalez. Okay. She's okay. Puerto Rican. And uh, she supported Cosign a lot when she was out here. She ended up moving to Miami, uh, working at a couple different organizations. She's a publicist. And she's always said, hey, KG, you know, I have some clients. Can you interview them? And all her clients would be, like, like super dope. But mm-hmm. then as much as she started to grow, she started to get larger clients mm-hmm. in Miami. And I started to interview them. I'm like, man, Miami would be a great market. And she was like, it would be a beautiful market. And the fact that I'm Afro-Latino. So mm-hmm. it's like I'm capitalizing on the black and, like, the Latino market. So... Um, it's just easy. Miami's one of those markets to where it's like it's a melting pot, so it's like you can get a lot done, and it's a it's a travel destination, so there's always an opportunity there. So that makes sense because I've had a relationship with Raquel. She knows the city more. She has a lot of partnerships out there, so it's like it's easy to integrate Cosign and embed in there. So like mm-hmm. even with our release party, it was at one of her clients' locations. Um, the cover was one of her clients and then you know we just integrated you know our coast on aspect and with you know who we have out there and we just made one big event and it was like a success yeah you know i even had revolt come out to it yeah so it was just it was a great time so it's like man um having a partnership like that is very crucial when you reach new markets because you know even though like you know we get listens streams and views in miami all over but it's different when you have somebody there can basically co-sign co-sign yeah. you know what I'm saying so the same thing when I go to Atlanta you're looking for people and brands that can co-sign co-sign and once they co-sign you in the city it's like the city will welcome you and it's easy for you to maneuver and operate oh yeah for sure uh, speaking about like, co-sign and co-sign what would you say is like the importance of you know I guess having a, a co-sign or do you believe in that or yes yeah, so, so I'll say this um Nobody essentially needs validation, right? You don't need to feel validated by anybody. But regardless of what you do, a, a, a cosign is important and relevant in your life. Like, no, there's not one industry you can tell me that a cosign doesn't matter. So let, let's try this. Shoot an industry out to me. Uh, sports. Let's go to sports. 
Okay, sports. So in order in order to get from, you know, um, from college to to NBA, right? In order to get deals, you got to have a what? A sports agent. agent yep. You know what I'm saying? So basically you have somebody who's co-signing you and representing you and letting other brands know that, hey, not only is this a great athlete, but this is a great person. This is why they should want you that you would want to work with their brand. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's a co-sign. Also, too, you could look at I hate to say this, but you could look at what they're doing to uh, to to Westbrook. Mm-hmm. 70, so many, so many people like turn their back on him, but you he still has like those co-signs from LeBron James, which is important because if the, once the team stops co-signing him, it's really yeah. So when LeBron come out like, hey, I know y'all trying to get yeah. me to say something, but y'all not getting it out of me. <laughs> it's, it's it's really like that, and then you know you can go even you know. Uh, um, uh, you can go even a, a, a step further. So, like you know, you said sports. So think about, think about like how you know those AU programs, you know, basically are co-signing students. I mean, not students, but athletes, and look how they get opened up to you know to new eyes, to new viewerships, etc. Mm-hmm. Man, so it's like that. You know, you think of real estate basically referrals, clients, anything with word of mouth is a cosign, whether it's intentional or not. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, it's just saying like, hey man, I checked out this podcast. It was dope. that's a cosign, whether you know it was intentional or not. So, cosign. They was nominated at the cosign award, so we know they doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, so a, a cosign, not essentially a cosign from a cosign, but in yeah. general, yeah. a cosign is super important in life because that's how we operate. Like when you try new restaurants because somebody told you about a new restaurant, or it's because they got a great review. A review mm-hmm. is a mm-hmm. cosign. cosign yep. That's why we go on Yelp and we check reviews and we go see how many likes and comments it got. We check on engagement. Oh, so-and-so likes it. That's a cosign. So uh, basically a cosign, you know, that's how this world moves. And, you know, like I've seen stuff where people say no cosigns necessary or I, or I was self-made. It's false. Like yeah, everybody, it's really. everybody had help. Everybody had a cosign coming up. So it's just, it's just how you look at it. But yeah, I mean, cosigns are super important. Oh yeah, definitely for sure. Um, what are some other lessons that you've you've learned uh, during your entrepreneurship? That I guess um, some some good and some bad things you, you you've learned from being an entrepreneur during your time. Uh, some good things I learned is relationships are worth more than money. Uh, man. I've been blessed to have some great relationships, right? Initially, they started off with no, you know, monetary aspect to it. It was mm-hmm. just more like, man, I can help you get indoors that, you know, you probably didn't even think of. Um, but then those relationships actually turned into, you know, income and revenue. So even if you remove that, my relationships, you know, has landed me in Miami, New York, mm-hmm. Atlanta, all over the world. And not only just for me, but it's landing like people I work with, like, you know, Jason Lyric. Yeah, like, I was going to ask you about You know him. what I'm saying? Like, I met, you know, I met somebody at Revolt at South by Southwest. Um, she also ended up coming to my, uh, to our, our launch party in Miami. She brought Revolt out there and I introduced her to Lyric, told her about him, let her listen to, let her listen to his music. And then she actually liked the music and she started co-signing lyrics. So that's how he's been able to, you know, do the Revolt Summit. Then also do the Revolt Short uh, Short and Fresh Film Festival, mm-hmm. you know. So that's our relationships. You know what I'm saying? So that's one thing. Good thing I learned. Um, the bad thing I learned is um, is not everything is what it seems to be, right? Um, with this social media era, we get amused easily, but a lot of this is a facade. Mm-hmm. It looks good. But, you know, it's not really good. Like, it, 
it looks good, but it's really unhealthy deep at the core. Mm -hmm. So, you know, figuring out what, you know, what's really healthy for you and, and what it's not. And that's like everything that's relationships, that's content. That's what you consume. Um, because people, people will, will, will preach to you and tell you like, you got to live this, you know, all work, uh, no sleep lifestyle. Yeah. Or you know, you know, uh, work, work. No days work, off. No days off. Or work, work. Don't stop. And they yeah. preached it, and you and you live it. But then it's like, man, that shit ain't real. Yeah. <laughs> like this shit is not real. And then it's like, like no, you need to take a break. Nah, facts. <laughs> and then what I also learned, what I don't like, man, is everybody's a, everybody's a fucking guru, or everybody got a fucking course, and everybody's the best at this, man. Like there's different ways, you know what I'm saying, to do something. Like so, it's so many information out here, bro, that people. People are listening to everybody and not listening to themselves. Like, man, like, trust your gut. Like, if something doesn't sound right, it's probably not right. I don't care if they're standing in front of a Rolls Royce or or whatever. It's probably not their Rolls Royce. I can go stand in front of a Rolls Royce right now for 24 hours for, like, five ninety nine. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So think about it. You invest $600, bro, take some pictures in the car, take some videos in the car, now people are going to believe I got a Rolls Royce, so they might want to listen to me more. Mm -hmm. That's a facade. You know what I'm saying? So, man. Yeah, be careful what you consume and trust yourself, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, also, yeah, uh, let's get to Jason. wanted to ask you, so how Jason Lear come in? Because, like, like, you're managing him or something, something yeah. like that? Or, or, like, I know you're at least involved with him. Yeah, so I'm a, uh, I'm part of his management team. So I've been a fan of Jason Lear since Coffee Table, you know what I'm saying, when he released that project. Um, I mean, I've been an advocate for him ever since then. So, like, he makes real quality music. Mm -hmm. um, it's like luxury raps, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a it's a vibe, man. So like, um, you know, the way the way the way he operates as an artist is how I operate as a business, right? So we don't do gimmicks, you know. We don't do, uh, you know, the beefs or nothing like that. Like it's it's heavy on quality, so it just kind of aligns with what I'm doing, anyways. Mm -hmm. So you know, when you do some stuff by yourself, like you need help, you need a team. So like, basically, I just kind of came up with part of his management team to um, just try to help him reach the next level, utilizing my relationships and resources and what I learned over the game. So. It's really two of us that manage him, um, me and Willie, Willie Nix. Willie is in uh, uh, California, and uh, he helps uh, a lot, too. So it's really two of us that's behind Larry. And, um, man, you know, it, it's, it's great because, you know, he gets different sides. So, like, I'm more of, like, you know, on the ground running. Like, this is what we should do, move around. And, then, you know, Willie is more of, like, a technical data standpoint. Like, this is what the numbers say. This is what we yeah. need to do. So, you know, and he's and I ain't trying to my own horn or Ricky or Willie's horn, but it's like, man, it's dope that you got both of us. Yeah, you getting both sides. A lot of times, some people only get like, at one thing. Like that's y'all's focus. Like, hey, I know, I know this is my focus right here. Mm -hmm. I'm good at that. But when yeah. we combine together, it's like, <laughs> yeah, nah, like Voltron. Exactly, exactly. So you know, we we got a great group of guys around us that you know basically just want to see him win. You know, whatever it takes to see him win. So you know, just dropped the EP. Uh, yeah, he signed. Join us jamming. Thank you, thank you. So he signed to um, Asylum under Warner Music. So we just trying to take to this next level, man. Put more eyes on the city. Put more eyes on lyric and take this thing global too, man. Yeah, and, and also just all that time management. How how how, how is time management with man. you and like? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'll tell you this: I'm I'm horrible at time management, but I, I will tell you this: what I've learned is is my strengths and my weaknesses so i'm since since i since i live where i work meaning you know part of my studio is for work other part is for you know me to live in is so i'm always working so i don't have any separation of the two mm -hmm. so basically what i told myself is you know 
I blocked some time out to um, to play basketball, right? And then I blocked time out um, for my daughter. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't live here. So so it's, it's not the best uh, answer or the best method, but those are like the only two things, family, daughter, and, and basketball, because for my mental health that I blocked time out for. Anything else after that is considered work for me because – um, what I told myself was, man, when um, when my daughter, so my daughter used to live with me, and then she went back with the mothers. So what I told myself is, which is probably isn't healthful life for me, at relationship wise, is if I'm going to sacrifice not being with her, meaning like you know, if I don't want to move back to Colleen to be in my daughter's life every day, then for me, I need to be working as much as possible when I'm not around her, because basically, I'm choosing to be selfish because I don't want to live in Colleen, mm-hmm. which is basically saying. I'm going to spend less time with my daughter because I want to provide a better life. So if that's what I said I'm going to do, then I need to do that. So if I'm not with her or if I'm not, you know, working on my mental health, then I need to be working. So even when it's like I'm just chilling at the crib, I'm I'm on my laptop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I could probably take some down. Don't, don't get it twisted. I'll watch a movie or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm not, I'm not watching a movie like fully focused. Like I'm watching it. But I'm on my laptop, like maybe checking an email or sending yeah. something out. So for me, I don't really have time management because it's like I feel guilty. Cause it's like, man, I don't want to live in Colleen, which basically would give me my daughter every day, but then it would hinder my career. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man, I might as well go hard as much as I can. So that's what I chose to do. I mean, I don't know if it, it may not work for everybody, but for me, like if I'm not with her or if I'm not present with mental health, like I'm working. So like I will say this about events too, because people always tell me, damn, KG, you look like you're always outside. If I'm outside, it's because I'm working. You know what I'm saying? If you see me at these liquor brand events or like the, or a basketball suite, I am working. If you see me at a club, I am working. Like I'm like not it, like it looks fun, but you it don't know. It looks fun, but it's but it's I'm working. Like I'm building relationships. Somebody invited me there, so I'm building a relationship. Relationships are worth more money. The more you spend time with somebody, the more they trust, they know, like, and trust you. The more they know, like, and trust you, they're going to give you opportunity. They want to be around with you. You never know what comes from that. It's not coming from a place where, like, I'm trying to, like, finesse them. It's no, so, like, bro, I want you to under, I want you to see the real me, see how genuine I am, see the real person I am. So that way, you know, if the opportunity lines for us to work together, it'll make sense for you because you're like, nah, I know KG. I've, I've been outside with KG. I've moved mm-hmm. around with them. And I act the same way. I, the way I operate outside in the club or at an event is how I operate. If it's just me, you doing business. Like, I'm not going to do nothing to to hinder any of us so because mm, it's like hanging out like the club or whatever it's like okay i see how he acts like when he, when he yeah, out and like he, he, he ain't getting like too too loose like yeah, turning up too, the too much person. it was like like I'm okay the but then yeah, i've get, seen him in his loft like working it was like exactly okay. i'm the same part i know how to have a good time but also i know how to make sure that you know we get home safe and stay nobody, on point yeah, yeah stay on point stay on the brand etc so like you know yeah so i'm always working so people people always say man you be outside you be outside Mainly when it comes to dating. Yeah. You always outside. Nah, I'm working. You know what I'm saying? So I gotta get that out there because I need to send this clip to some people. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, again, you said you you're a father, uh, before we kinda wrap it up. So what how's like your daughter's like your, your motivation or like uh, Yeah, nah, she's man, I know it's it's cliche, but man, she's like my everything, man. Cause it's crazy. Like when you have a kid, you you, you realize like that's that's a reflection of you. Like, mm. like you created it. I think there's like a TikTok or viral sound. Like I did that. I did, you know, like I did that, like whatever, like whatever that is her, she mm-hmm. like, that's me. 
You know what I'm saying? That that came from me, and not to get too technical, you know. But you know, uh, you know, that's why if you if you listen to slang, when people call their kids my or people call their men call their kids my seed, like that's my seed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's my seed that grew in someone's you know someone else that became a version of us. Mm-hmm. But it came from me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, that's beautiful. Like, I did that. Yeah, you like know. one of my homies, uh, shout out to Lowe, an Audible Records podcast. Uh, he was just saying about his, his daughter. She's uh, one. He was like, bro, I'm really seeing my daughter. Like, even that one, he's like, you know how I'm a sarcastic asshole? He was like, I'm <laughs> seeing it like in my daughter. He's like, because I'll say some shit. He's like, and then she'll like mock me and say yeah, it back to me and, and, and like give me like a face. And I'm like, Nah, facts. Are man. you mocking me? And he's like, and she'll be like, are you mocking me? <laughs> nah, he's like, and she's one. <laughs> nah, bro, it's crazy. Like, my daughter's 15, so, it's like, I've seen her grow into, like, her own person, man. And, it, and it's, it's, it's crazy. scary. I will say this. It's scary because it's like, man, no matter what I do, I can never fully protect her. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, no matter what I do, I can give her a nest egg of capital. I can, you know take her to school, pick her up from school, but bro, I can never fully protect her, so it's scary. So the only thing you really can do is just, you know, you know, align your kids with, you know, the best, you know, teachings, understandings, and morals so that they make the best decisions on their own. Granted, like, we've all been kids, so we know that we all bad at mm-hmm. some point. So, you know, I, I parent from a point of, you know, understanding, like, hey, I know you're not perfect because I'm not perfect, you know what I'm saying? But only thing I need from you is communication. As hard as it may be, I don't care how difficult it is. Hey, I like this boy, Daddy. Uh, I may be mad, but like, okay, <laughs> who is he? You know what I'm saying? What what is he, is he good in school? Does he get good grades? Is he in the sports? When can I meet him? And that's mm. one thing I can say. Like, I, I me and Uncle Jay will got to pull up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and that's the crazy thing, man. It's like you know, early on, I was like, man, nah, my little girl can't be. You know, she can't have a little boyfriend. But I'm like, man. Regardless, she's gonna have a little boyfriend, anyways. But the, she's had two boyfriends at fifteen. I don't, I don't approve of it, but I also understand and I know how life is. So, what's crazy is I don't know if they finessed me, but the two <laughs> boyfriends she's had, they both been like, "I want to meet your dad." Oh wow! You know what I'm saying? They both will like text me, so it's like I know these. It's, it's like I'm like they want to get to know me, and it's like, yeah. man, that's crazy. Cause when I was a kid, I was like, man, I want to meet your daddy. Especially you taking a step, like, no, nah, yeah, huh. them taking a step. So like, man, like her homecoming game, people saw me post. Uh, well, her her school's homecoming. She's a freshman. I went to the game. I sat with her in the bleachers. I met this little boy, um, and uh, and and she was like, hey, can we take him home? I'm like what? <laughs> she was like, yeah, can we take him home? I, I called her mom, and her mom was like, yeah, you know, he's a, he's a good kid. So, you know. Um, oh, so basically, my daughter's phone lost service, uh-huh. and I, I couldn't find her. Because I told her at halftime, she could, I didn't want to be that dad, like, you staying with me the whole time. So at halftime, I was like, you know, if you want to go be with your friend, be with your friend. So she yeah. stayed with me the first half. The second half, she was with her friends. Yeah. Ended up, she ended up losing signal. Uh, so, like, I was going straight to voicemail, and her mom would call. I was going straight to voicemail. So her mom was like, I was like, man, I need uh, her best friend, her homegirl's name, and I need the, the boy's uh, phone number. So basically, um, I text the boy. I'm like, hey, you know, uh, uh, where's Lisi at? It's time to go. And then, you know, he, he told me. And then he was like, I'm going to walk her to the car because, you know, it's, you know, kids are here fighting and stuff. So, you know, we oh, get there. And he's about to leave. And she's like, well, can we take him home? Because he's about to call his dad, but he don't know what time. So I'm like, whatever, we'll take him home. I took him home. Um... And then, like, 20 minutes later, he texts me, like, you know, uh, 
Thanks for the ride, Mr. Graham. I greatly appreciate it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dang. Y'all little niggas trying to finesse me. Yeah, y'all little niggas trying to finesse me. <laughs> but, but I'm like, yeah. man, I, res I respect you for yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? I respect you for that because, you know, you got to be, you know, I'm, I'm active in my daughter's life. So, you know, if you're going to be around, then I need to, you know, I need to know, get to know you. So, yeah. yeah that's what's up. That's what's up. He, he said, he like, I'm about to get on Mr. Graham's good side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah. And then he, he, he think he's slick. He was like, yeah, I hoop. I'm like, man, you don't hoop. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's a sophomore on varsity. Like, all right, man, I'm going uh, to come check you out one of your games. Okay, you said, I'm going to come bust your ass real yeah, quick nah, on the court. I, was, <laughs> I, I, asked, I asked my daughter, too. I said, who's going to win one-on-one? -on -one? She was like, him. I was like, all right. Okay. All right, like, you don't know who your daddy is. But all right. I'm like, oh, and you picked his son? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, nah, I'm going to get him to work. I'm going to get him to work. He ain't going to be the only one asking for a ride. <laughs> yeah. nah, I'm about to give him the business. So, yeah, I'm going to put it on social, too, when I bust his ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> put it on social. Yeah, let this old man whoop you. Yeah. Oh, nah, little 15-year-old, like, man. He ain't do nothing against me. Nah, facts, facts. So, we going to see, man. He, I ain't going to lie. He tall, man. He, I, it was so awkward. I, I'm looking at this little nigga. I'm like, man. Damn, you talk. You know what I'm saying? He like 6'2". I'm like, shit. Still give you the business, though. Man. He's like, still bust your ass. Still bust that ass, though. Man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, But, yeah, you know, Co-Sign Awards coming up. Anything else you want to let the folks know? You, you got uh, besides the awards, anything else you're working on you want to let the folks know? Uh, So, we're doing, um, basically, if you've never been to a Co-Sign event, Co-Sign Awards is a great opportunity to come to. Um, If you if you never heard of Co-Sign, which... I understand. I don't know how, but I understand. Uh, just check us out on Instagram and our website, CosignMag.com. I will say this. Uh, we're doing a revamp of our Cosign Loft, so be looking out for that after the awards. Um, and, you know, essentially Cosign is just like a storytelling platform for, you know, minority entrepreneurs. You know, if you're a business owner, um, you know, even if your story's not ready to tell, if you're looking to get resources, whether it's listening to positive stories, resources on financial literacy, um, real estate, et cetera, about your business, you know, tapping with Cosign, we, uh, we have programs, resources, events, uh, a little, a little bit of everything, you know, for, you know, all business owners, minority based, et cetera. So, you know, just tap in with Cosign, check us out. And, uh, you know, we look forward to getting to know y'all. Oh yeah, for sure. I know y'all been doing the, um, the banking events. Yeah. yeah. We've got a, a eight week program of financial leaders, eight week financial literacy program with Frost Bank. Uh, it actually ends November 9th. It's our last panel. Um, but yeah, man, even if you didn't, weren't able to attend, everything will be, you know, online, uh, all the videos, eight weeks of videos, podcasts, uh, you can stream as well. And, you know, um, you know, we're looking to do a long-term partnership with Frost. So there'll be more opportunities in the future as well. Oh yeah, definitely for sure. Um, Appreciate you, man, for, nah, for doing this, man. Nah, Sitting down and doing yeah. this real quick, you know. Appreciate you for having me, yeah, man. Yeah, shout out for Jay, to Jay Will for being in the building, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, shout out, to, shout out to young Jay, man, for holding it down, man. Jay Will, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get on Jay Will because he's here, too. So, Jay Will, like, he lives down, <laughs> Jay Will is down the street from me, man. And you know, <laughs> Jay Will lives down the street from me. And if you know me, man, like, uh, so, like, I, I'm not probably going to get, like, a new whip until after the awards, you know what I'm saying? So, I've been Ubering and lifting. So, Jay Will be, you know, help me out or, you know, yeah. he'll pull up at the loft and help me record some podcasts. Jay, we'll be late. <laughs> Jay, Jay, Jay. So the fact that we got here on time and early, man, salute to Jay Will, man. Cause I told Jay, I'm going to start lying to him and tell him I got to be somewhere 30 minutes before. I'm telling him, <laughs> we're telling him a podcast is like 30 minutes after what it's really supposed to be on, man. Jay, we'll come when it's time. Like, I tell him we got to record at 4. Jay, we'll pull up at 359. <laughs> still got to set up. I'm like, man, you say he's going to be at 330. <laughs> so, but now, salute to Jay Will, though, man. You oh, know, man. It's, it's, it's hard to find genuine relationships and friendships out here. So, salute to, you know, Jay. Salute to Star. 
uh, salute to Rome, Miggy, Frank, and uh, uh, Angie, uh, Angelica, and everybody. I got a solid relationship with me. Y'all know who y'all are. Man, I, I hate doing personal shout out. I should have never started that shit. <laughs> salute to y'all. Know who y'all are. Yeah, I, I, I remember that uh, event uh, last year that uh, Sarah had for her her artist, and Jay was like. This man saved me, right? <laughs> like, uh, he had my back. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah. but uh, thanks, yeah. Thanks for having me, brother. Oh yeah, anytime, anytime. But yeah, this has been another episode of the Music Impulse. It's your boy Smiles. I'm here with KG, J Will in the building. Don't take a personal podcast, and we out. Hey.